Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you are listening to In Your Head with Shannon Stanford. I am Shannon Stanford, and I want to tell you that I am super excited for this interview. I have a wonderful woman. She is a force of nature, ladies and gentlemen. This woman is an avalanche in human form. She is a tornado. She is a hurricane. This woman is like no woman I've ever met in my entire life. She is dedicated, she is hardworking, and she seems to be uh, on a tear through life. Uh, if there is a woman that is solidified the, the, the old saying of trying to get as much life in one single life force, then this woman is it. Uh, her name is Caritha Rendon. I hope I am saying that. Right, and I apologize, Carissa, if I'm if I'm doing it wrong, or if I'm saying it wrong. But um, she 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 was an um she's an amazing woman to talk to, and honestly, you can tell that she has like no the two speeds, fast and faster. Uh, she is. She, she's a, she's a woman that wears many hats, and I'm actually quite glad that I was able to talk to her because uh, I kind of I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed it. So let's just get into the interview because like if this woman doesn't inspire you to uh, try to be better, then I don't know what will. My name is Brian Pillman Jr., and you are listening to In Your Head with Shannon. Stanford. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Shannon. Well, first of all, thank you for uh, coming on the show and uh, and wanting to tell your story. I, uh, I always appreciate uh, people that are uh, brave enough to uh, want to bear their soul to... Uh, to the rest of the world so uh kudos and much respect to you so well thank you i think um everybody has a story to tell i that's why i really like your podcast um i enjoy it um well what are your topics and then i can kind of maybe give you a story from there and i know everybody has one but do you guys have a specific topic that you're on on your episodes or because I know honestly suicide, depression. I mean, it's real life stories, real people. I, I follow your podcast. I enjoy your stuff. So you just kind of let me know where to start. Well, honestly, we just uh, we always just kind of go. Uh, we start at the beginning, uh, find out like what what uh, you were like or what life was like for you as a child. And then we just I just kind of I wing it, you know, like if there's a uh, certain areas uh, that you are more apt to to go for you know like where your life went then that's where we go so oh okay i see awesome um okay so starting oh god like the earliest i can remember is about five so early childhood um was good my parents everything was good uh, drugs got involved and pretty much ended up raising myself, I'd say, from eight years on. 
Um, I think that's kind of why I am who I am today. Very uh, open and honest. Um, I'm very upfront. I'm real. I'm me. Um, and it's just because of a lot of struggle that I came from. Um, I was a, a victim to trafficking. I was a sexual assault victim. I witnessed domestic violence. Uh uh, was sold for drugs. Um, so I think that's why I kind of am the artist that I am. I think that's why I put a lot of the passion that I do into everything that I do, because I own myself now. And I understand that. And uh, I put my value on me, nobody else. And it's come to it's come a lot of years to finally be able to see that myself. But I'm very proud of how far I've come. Um, and I know everybody has to go through that struggle. You know, it, it, it's so true when they say, you know, you have to go through the rain to get the rainbow. And that is so true. And I know that 2020, like, you know, you were talking about in one of your recent episodes was it's it's so been very, very hard. So I know that my childhood and everything has really, really made me who I am. And that's why 2020, when I, I had somebody so close to me that was like a sibling to me commit suicide, I lost my job. I had to start from scratch. Uh, COVID hit my kids' schedule. I mean, you know, you have to really be able to fight or flight. And that's it. And oh, that's it. And that's, yeah. that's totally what builds people. And that's and that's all we are is we are either fight or flight. And what are you going to do? You know, and so I'm, a, I'm definitely a fighter. And I fight for the underdog. And I fight for the ones that you know, really didn't weren't supposed to succeed, but they are. I love it. I love when they do. That is well, to be honest, like just like just even the brief synopsis of, of what all you've gone through, I Really, life has not been kind to you at all. But the fact that you took had all that happen, and now you're pushing back and defining who you are by your standards and not what all has happened to you and what all the world wants you to be or what it wants you to try to be, uh, that's that's awesome. Um, but if you don't mind, uh, let's let's kind of go. Uh, let's start with. With the with with young you, um, you, you talked about like uh, drugs and like having to kind of raise yourself and uh, what what's going through your mind when all that stuff's going on? Oh my God, you're helpless. You're hopeless. You're wondering why you aren't good enough. You're wondering um, what did I do wrong? You know, and as a child, you don't understand uh, what you did. You just know that these people are biologically supposed to be programmed to love me and they're disappointed and upset and going through things. And how do I fix this? And when there is no adult really guiding the child, the child is going to have to grow up a lot faster than what was supposed to be. And that's probably the best way I can describe it. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, uh, 
you know, like as parents, you know, like, um, don't know. So I'm like, the only thing I can tell you is what I know. And if you go through it, then you know it. So I promise you, I won't talk on anything that I haven't been through that I can, because there's a lot of stuff I haven't been through, you know, like, you know, there's some, there's some really, really hard things that, you know, like losing a child or things like that, that I know people have gone through that I can't, I can't compare, but this one I know, like I say, that's the best way I can describe it. And it's going to be pretty detailed and I'm, I'm really glad and I appreciate that we can be as honest as we can and unapologetic on your, on your podcast, because sometimes this stuff's hard to hear, but it's really needed to hear because maybe it's going to help somebody want to do better for their child and see, Hey, you know, what if I'm doing this? I don't want to hurt them. You know? Oh I, yeah. I, hope uh, that I agree. No, I mean uh, like, and, and that's why like with this show, like whenever I started it, it was like, I knew that for some, the people that were going to be coming on the show, for some of, some of these stories, they were going to be hard to hear. Like even the one, like even my friends that I'd had come on uh, in the in the beginning, like they they were telling stories that I I didn't know, you know, like and it was hard for me, and like it was hard for their their friends and our friends and their family that actually listened to the show, and uh, and but like I always kind of refused to like sugarcoat anything on this show. I mean, like if it happened, it happened. If, if this was, if, if this is your truth and this is what happened and how you felt, then you're going to share it. You're going to, you're going to be honest with yourself. You're going to, you need to be honest with uh, yourself in in this, in this kind of thing. I think the social media is really like screwing that up. And me and another podcaster were just talking about that. Like everything looks so pretty. Everything looks so beautiful and everything looks so great. Like if you go on my Facebook, I'm sure that I look like, you know, I look like everything is great in my life. Like you would have never guessed any of that, but that's not the fact. And that's why I'm really enjoying these podcasts is because people like you, you're saying, Hey, this might be uncomfortable to hear. This might be rough, but I want to hear it. I think people need to hear it. And, and I agree with you and I'm so honored that you had me on. So thank you. I, I really oh, appreciate it. I really do. Hey, I no problem. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's for me, it is one of those things, like, like you said, social media, it, it, it's a, well, it's a positive that like, you can do like the promotions for this, this show or your show, um, which we'll plug at the, towards the end. Um, and like social media has, aspects where everything that can be pretty is pretty like the art the artsy photos the like um the the vacation photos but we like you said it also is very uh very detrimental because not everything is going to be pretty and they don't like and people are programmed to not want uh like that harsh reality like the, the like movies and like uh television and media and like whatever like they they try to like gloss over everything unless yeah. it you know like fits a different narrative you know like, but that's a whole conspiracy show right there but um and the craziest thing right now too with like you bringing up 2020 again is not only is this impacting so many young people forcefully because now they whether their parents let them or not 
are going to be virtually on online for whatever reason. So now there's an even bigger audience that is being exposed to this glamorous. Everything is pretty. Everything's beautiful. And not only that, but now even more adults, because we're being so isolated, they have to go online. They have to learn to use the Internet and forcefully. I mean, it is. It's very forceful. And they're being exposed to that and everything looks so pretty. So then that's, I think, also causing more depression, more anxiety, more, you know, and I think we need to expose that. I think we need to say, hey, just because it looks that pretty, it's not. (laughs) Don't let it fool you. You know, it's not. Oh, no. Yeah, I I completely agree. I'm not a big fan of social media. Like, like I've mostly been using uh, it lately just to try to um, either do one of two things, be completely, absolutely, idiotically, stupidly ridiculous to make, make my people laugh and smile and not take life too seriously, or to uh, try to uh, remind them that they're not alone. You know, like, oh, and obviously, you know, like promotion for like the, for the show, but, um, I, I'm not a fan of social media. I've like never really been like, I've been like young and I've been like where you told everything on Facebook and like people just kind of shied away from you. Like, Oh, you need to stop sharing that kind of stuff. It's, it's a bummer. It's a drag. And they kind of like bullied that part or these people like who are bearing their soul. Like, Hey, I'm not fine. So I need, I like, I'm basically calling out for help, but like, oh, you know what? Maybe you should stop putting everything on Facebook. It's not helping you. What? No, fucker. What's, what's not helping me is like you reading the stuff and not texting me or calling me and be like, Hey man, you good? Like, do you want to talk? You want to go for a drive? You need a beer? Let's talk. You know, like right. that kind of stuff just wasn't happening. No, and, and I totally get that. I do. I do. And I totally, as a motivational speaker, because um, that's what my podcast is kind of about, is is that um, I, I get to see that side of it, too. I'll turn my, my Facebook or my Twitter or whatever on. And because of the fact that I am so positive about things and motivational and, you know, oh, she's so fucking happy all the time. You know, I attract a lot of people that are sad. I attract a lot of people that are down or going through shit. And then you have to remember um, attitudes contagious. So therefore, I have to remember, Carissa, this is the position you're in business wise. You need to remember to connect yourself in a personal life and in a business life. And you need to help the ones that you can. And if you can't, don't say anything at all. It's one of those things. If you only got nothing nice to say, then shut the fuck up. Bambi said it better than I did, a lot nicer than I did, but I am who I am. So I'm right. um, just saying, you know, like I, I get people don't always have the time to reach out to everybody because I have thousands. I have 5,000 people on my Facebook. I have 2,000 in a group. I have, I can't even count how many on my webpage, like, you know, because of my business and my other, you know, I can't keep up with them all and I can't answer you all back. And I tell people that straight up, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I can't fucking answer you all. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Hang in there. I'll eventually message somebody back because I, everything is personal to me and I always get back to my fans. But at the same time, I'm a real person. I go through real shit. I have a real life. I have a real family. I have, you know, it's the same thing. I support everybody and I do the best I can. But at the same time, I'm not going to lose any sleep at the end of the night because I have to keep going to help the next person. And I don't know if that sounds selfish, but that's just me. No, no, I get that because like, 
uh, as somebody that uh, even like on a smaller <laughs> scale, like I, I try to big business woman here. I run a lot of businesses in Colorado. So, I mean, if it sounds really bad, I'm sorry, but I love people, but I'm business, you know? Yeah, no, no, I get that. I mean, like, it's one of those things where like, like even on the small scales that stuff that I do, like, like I, I'm like you, like I take everything to, I take everything personally. I try to help as many people as I can. Uh, even like my, well, I mostly like have the, the theory of like, if I can help one person, awesome. That's the, that's the goal. That's, that's what I want. I love but if yeah. I can get, if I can, but if I can get more, that's just icing on the cake. But like at the end of the day, like you, I like, I have, like I had, I had to at an early age or at a late age, I had to learn how to turn it off. Like I had to, I had to be like, okay. I can't save everybody, but it's those that I can't save. I can just sit with them. You know, like I can give them a spot on the, on the, on the show, let them talk, like let them like heal themselves, let them talk things out themselves, you know, like whatever, but it it is very hard. And I think that's where my years of modeling have created a fucking bitch. Because seriously, I will get so many messages of, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, I want to screw you. Oh, can I come on your face? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, hey, I'm an asshole. I mean, literally, they don't say that. But, you know, you know, they are. So I have to become a very cold person and learn to block people and just go, fuck you. I'm living my dream. I'm going to go for my goals. I don't care if you think I'm ugly because, I mean, I've sang. I do photography. I'm a poet. I do digital art. So sometimes I'll get messages that are like, oh, your art's terrible. You should quit. Oh, you should go kill yourself. You're a terrible singer. Oh, you're so ugly. You could never model. I have had to learn to not give a fuck about what other people think. Because if I did, I would have gave up on my dreams years ago. I have to remember, I'm not doing my dreams for them. I'm doing my dreams for me. And I'm going to help every single person that has helped me along the way. And I will not forget them. I will not leave them behind. I will not. I will not. But I will also do the same thing. I will not let anybody get in my way. And I will take all of mine that have been there and been, you know, just helping people helping people. If I see you helping somebody else, guess what? You're part of my team because you're go- you're doing the right thing. You're 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 in the right category of people. Just help somebody, you know? Help the next person. Don't be selfish. Don't be an asshole. It just be a good person. Is as basic as that and you're part of my group. That's it. That's all that you got to do is be a good person. That's as simple as that. Don't be a fucking asshole. You know? No, you yeah. T- I, uh, <laughs> I, I I get I get that. Um well, I'm sorry I, what's, well, our session. I love talking to you. It's just like you're very <laughs> easy to talk to. I love that. And that's why I love listening to your podcast because you're just very easy to listen to. You're very comfortable. I get that, I get that a lot, awesome. actually. Well, thank you. Uh, so, like, obviously, you wear a lot of hats. Like, maybe actually, literally, I don't know what you do with your like in, in your life, like, but like figuratively you wear, you've had a lot of hats on your head. You're like the model, the, the motivational speaker, the poet. Your resume seems to be like a mile long. And you know what? I love that because that means that you lived a life. Like yeah. if, if, if you were, uh, knock on wood, if you were to leave this world, today at the end of this hopefully at the end well not hopefully but like you know what i'm what saying like at the end of this podcast you know, no, like, 
I'm just saying I get it like if if right now if we stopped talking and this podcast ended and I had a fucking heart attack because I smoked a lot of weed I'm in Colorado we're allowed to do that yeah of course you would yeah I mean you're there (laughs) and I and I own my own business so you know what if I UA myself then I'll fire myself and I'll deal with myself (laughs) (laughs) right so like but you yeah you you that i get it i would have so much accomplished that i wouldn't have regrets but my children aren't grown yet so i have a seven that's true okay i got a long way to go shannon yes you do yes (laughs) yes you do um other than that yes i am very (laughs) proud of where i've come from and how far i've come from because i do have a very and i suffer with mental illness which your show talks about so anybody that suffers with adhd or ptsd i am a survivor I am a model, an entrepreneur, a digital for a photographer, a digital artist, a, a freelancer, a, everything. And I suffer with it. But you know what? It does not stop me. So keep going. You know, when did when in your life did you decide that you were going to change things around like that? Like when at what point were you like, I got sick okay, of making I, I, I'm, I'm done of this. When I got sick of making my family miserable, my husband was fucking sick of me and he had every right to be. I was completely causing problems. I did not understand why I was really, really happy. And then I would be really, really sad and it could happen really very fastly. And then and I was like very um, compulsive with things and I didn't understand. And, you know, it took a lot of medicine, a lot of doctors, a lot of therapy. And I still do. Even to this day, I go to therapy once a month. I go and talk to a counselor. I go and do my medicine with my doctor. I go and do my treatments. And, you know, I mean, it's not something you ever stop doing. You will continuously battle for yourself because like a handicapped person needs a wheelchair. You can visibly see that. But these are things that people live with that you cannot see. They are not visible, but they live with them. They're there. I know. I'm one of them. So, I mean, you know, you do the best you can and you fight for yourself. And as long as you don't stop fighting for yourself, you are going to win. Even if it's one more step than you did yesterday, you will fucking win. And I'm rooting for you. You're a very positive person. I I like this. I like like, I, I love talking to you. You make me positive. I mean, good energy is just returned. It is like that. I love the the book, The Secret. I don't know if you've, you've read it, but I do love that. And I totally believe in that. You know, what you give out to the universe, the universe is going to give back to you. And I feel like if you give that positivity and that motivation and that caring and that kind, that's what's going to be returned to you. And I'm, I hope, I truly hope that's why I started in the medical field because I wanted to take care of people. And I love that job and I never forget them. That's where I started. And that's why I want to be able to donate money to my nursing homes and, and help a lot of different programs. And that's why I'm doing the contest right now for the inked cover girl magazine in Denver. Go vote for Carissa Gaines. Um, (laughs) Then I can win that money and I can give back to my community. And that's what it's about. You need to give back. It's, you know, what the fuck is money good for if you're going to put it in a box and hide it? Might as well burn it. Fuck no, I want to buy people shit. I want to give people shit. I want to do things for people. I love that. And if I don't have it for myself, I can't do it. So that's why my goal is to be a very successful business. So I can do the things that Amazon does and that Bill Gates does and, you know, put money towards donations and science and this and that and, and causes and but you've got to get your ass moving to do it. So I just hustle every day, every day, Shannon. 
So you hustle every day. Like how much of your day is dedicated to helping others? And then how much of your day do you say, this is my time? I need to like relax. I need to spend time with my family. How do you balance your day? Um, I write everything down. I have a planner and I never wake up later than 5 a.m. If you wake up then when it's light outside, you already fucked up. You wasted most of your day right there. Your day should be done probably right, you know, when your kids are getting up for school. So literally like the hours in the morning, like sometimes I'll be up at 4 a.m. and I'll go to bed really early. But I make sure I do like two or three hours in the morning before my kids wake up. I do my yoga. I do my social media. I make sure my websites are updated. I make sure that my husband's websites are updated. Um, Right now, I fucked up. I spilled coffee on my laptop before I answered this podcast. So I'm drying it out right now on my bed. So hopefully I'll have that working tomorrow. And then I kind of just go over scheduling, meetings, Zoom calls. And then I make my kids breakfast. I get my housework done. Um, I make sure to help them with homework later. And then at nighttime, usually two hours before bed, we always do family movie and popcorn and snack time. And sometimes I cook once a week. (laughs) I don't care. Don't fucking judge me. Uh, You know, you got to make short somewhere. But, you know, family is one thing I never, ever do. And then a lot of times the, the posts and things you'll see on the weekend, like today on Facebook, a lot of them are scheduled. It's not even me. That's why I don't answer back right away. It's all scheduled. I make sure it's almost like the pursuit of happiness. If you've ever seen that movie, you remember yeah. how uh, Will Smith said, don't hang the phone up. Yeah. He fucking meant that shit. Like, I'm not kidding you. Don't fucking hang the phone up. If you want to be successful, you remember every second counts. We're all given the same 24 hours in a day. And if you waste yours, good, because I'm going to come and get it and I'm going to take it. So I don't know what to tell you. You know, you got to want it more than the other person. That's just the way it is. So that's kind of my schedule, you know, just plan. And then Sundays, I always have everything ready for the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Everything's already done, scheduled, planned, ready to go. Do you have a fear of failure? Um, I did. I did when I first started, because like I said, I had to go through so many messages of you're ugly and you're this and you're that. And you kind of like almost feel like you're doing it for everybody else. And then you put this expectation on yourself of, okay, well, if everybody wants me to do this and I should do this and if everybody, but you can't. And that's why I am don't really mind switching what I do. Like sometimes I'll crochet and sometimes I'll do poetry and sometimes I'll do digital art and sometimes I'll do modeling and sometimes I'll do photography. And I really don't care what you think because you know what? I am so good at what I do because I love what I do and it doesn't bother me. That's why I only do what I love to do. And because I love to do it, I'm really fucking good at it and made a business. So, I mean, that's the way you have to look at life. And I was no longer happy in the medical field. Um, I didn't like the way I was being treated. Uh, I got really sick and I was the only one that had uh, volunteered to work on the COVID unit. And um, I got lied to about my COVID test and they wouldn't test me. And I ended up having to go get surgery on my wisdom teeth. And that's why I was really sick for so long. And um, so I just, because of 2020, I got pushed out of the medical field and it was a, you know what, fight or flight. 
you, I mean, what are you going to do, Carissa? Are you going to let all this get you down? Are you going to let them disappoint you? Or are they going to let them stop you? Because I was currently going to school for modeling. I was currently putting myself through school when everything hit. And then my family killed themselves and, you know, all kinds of stuff one day after another. But it's not about what you're, it's not about what other people think. You have to stay focused on why you're doing it, why you started it. What do you want to do it for? And those are things you need to write down on a board. That's why I truly believe in writing things down because it'll remind you every day. And I did. I almost gave up on a lot of the things that I love to do because I wasn't doing them for me. <laughs> and that pushed me away so bad. So once you are doing the things that you want to do for you, it'll be so natural, so easy. And in, in just like this conversation, you won't have to script it. You just be able to say it. Yeah, I've very rarely script hardly anything that I've ever put on here, except for like... I love that. I love that. That's I why had, I listen to you. I had, well, I had two that I actually had to prepare for because uh, they were like, there were like OCD style people. Like they, like they had to know like a majority of the questions that I, that I was going to oh, ask. And like... I, I accommodated because I I'm very much a uh, life in chaos kind of person. I thrive in it. Um, that, 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 that's why, like during the pa during the pandemic, whenever it hit uh, big here in uh, Missouri, like in in my town, uh, like I like I was fine. You know, like work was busy. Things were going crazy. Like my my uh, my uh, my, my my day job. Like everything was crazy, and like I was I was doing fine. You know, like I was, I was doing great. I mean, I had one mental breakdown, but you know, like I also had unresolved issues for multiple years that was on top of all that. So, um, like, but yeah, yeah. I, I lived, I lived through chaos. I love chaos. Um, hell, half the time my apartment is chaos. You know, like, well, you know, I mean, kids, you know, you get that, like, you, you can understand that, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, we thrive yeah, so, in it, man. Oh yeah. Um, it, there, there, there was uh, something that like I, I always kind of like uh, picked up on uh, about certain people. There are certain people in life that uh, have a victim mentality, that have so much shit going, uh, that have ha went through so much shit, and just always just decided to uh, just live the life of a victim. And then there's the victor mentality that even they had the same stuff or even worse things happen to them. But they refuse to let that be their their whole legacy. And you seem to be one of those people that just you know, like uh, everything that you went through, uh, the the child trafficking, sex trafficking, or like all that, like drugs and stuff like that. All and like the negativity thrown at you, you could easily just lay your pretty he little head down at night and just like fuck it, I'm done, I give up. But you don't. Mm -hmm. Apparently. Mm -mm. You, you just, like, I feel like you hover over your bed and your husband might have to, like, chain you down because you seem to always have this whole, like, I got to go. I got to do this. I got so, there's only so much time in this world and I got to do everything. 
Oh, yes. He'll take my phone. He will. He'll be like, no, you can't. You're not. And I, and I get that. And I love that about him because I need that person to jump in and tell me when I need to slow down. And that's what he is wonderful. That, that's why I call him my better half on my on all my social media. You can see I'm married. I blow him up. I, I, I really am. I'm very lucky. Because I don't think I, especially coming from seeing domestic violence, I was not supposed to have such a wonderful man and kind and quiet. And I'm so fucking loud and he doesn't even cut. <laughs> I don't know how he puts up with me. He doesn't smoke weed. I don't know. He's so good. Like, he's amazing. I, I'm got, I got way too fucking lucky. So, yeah, I mean, that's why I think we balance each other so well with our business and our marriage and our, our lives. And, and we really encourage each other to go after our dreams and our goals and, and we push each other, but we also let each other know, okay, you know, you're fucking up and this is how you need to fix it. And this is how I can help you. And do you want help? And, and we're really good at taking the help from each other most of the time, but you know, 13 years, this is not just come easy. You know, we, we've been together a long time and, and it takes a lot of work. So it's anything that you want though. It's like, it's the same thing with your goals and dreams. How bad do you want it? I really want my marriage. I really do. I love my husband. So I'm going to fight for him every fucking day. And that's the same thing with your dreams. How bad do you want them? You're going to fight, have to fight for him every fucking day. Don't give up. Yeah, slow down a little bit when you need to. And that's what he does for me. He tells me that. But don't ever give up. Okay, I have two questions coming off of that. One, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to know how you guys met. Because that, that seems like it has to be an interesting story. And then B, what was your goals and dreams whenever you were a child? And did you accomplish those? So go with A. Okay, A, um, me and him met through a mutual friend. We both had a mutual friend, and I just absolutely adore him and still love him to this day, and we're still very good friends with him. Um, but he was interested in one of my girlfriends and said, hey, you know, if you bring your girlfriend to the party tonight, I'll find somebody and bring a date so you won't be the third wheel. <laughs> I was going to be the third wheel, and I said, okay, it's a deal. And, uh, and cause I always hung out with guys. I don't know why I just never got along with girls. I had one good girlfriend and she was so pretty and I was like the ugly duckling and, you know, I just loved her and followed her everywhere. So I said, yeah, okay, I'll bring her. And uh, I took her and he ended up bringing my husband and, uh, my husband didn't talk to me all night. He sat across the room. He drove us there and I finally hadn't had enough drinks or shots in me. I walked over there and I said, why are you even going to say hi? And he had the most gorgeous eyes. I remember, oh, my God, his eyes are so gorgeous. And he said, hi. And then we, that was it, you know. And then the rest is history. I called him every day. He talked to me. We were best friends for, a, for the first year. And then we ended up uh, dating, and, and we got pregnant six months later. And we have two boys 13 years later. Um, what, was, what was part B? Oh, my gosh. Oh, the part B was what was your childhood goal and or dream? And did you even or did you did you achieve that? I don't know yet. Um, I'm still working on it and I won't know and I won't be able to be the one to give you an answer. My uh my childhood a dream and goal was if I was a mother, I wanted to be the best mother that I could be. 
um, and give my kids I, everything they didn't have. So they will I have to feel like you're, 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 you're there already. <laughs> oh, but no, 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 no. There's no perfect parent. Let me tell you. Oh, my hear, God. Hear, hear, hear me out here. Okay. The per like the best mom or the best dad is the one that knows that sometimes they're gonna fuck up, and and but they're also they also know that everything that they do, their child is looking at and noticing. So if they see you never quitting, seeing you never settling, but also taking the time to be a mom, be a wife, you know, like be a family, they're going to yeah. see that and they're going to want that. And they're going to, you know what, whether they say it now or say it like 20 years from now, they're going to tell you the same thing that I, that I'm going to guess that they, they already know right now, you're an awesome mom because if they, if, if they're watching you do all of this, they know and you just, you should probably like understand that too, because as a child, I, I don't know. I guess it's just a mommy thing. Like I'm literally picturing my boys older with their wives and their kids, and they're like have like little old me huddled over in the rocking chair, and like, thank, <laughs> thank you for just you know every and that's the moment i mean now they tell me every day mom i love you you're the best thank you oh thanks for breakfast oh you made my oh you cut them in squares oh you know and that and i love that and that motivates me to do more and more and more but i think that once i reach that older point i, I it'll mean so much more because you know right now they're young and they don't know anything and you don't really know much as a kid but in uh, hindsight because i know my kids get mad at me right now too and they're kids and that's fine they're isolated and they miss their friends and I'm mom. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I know, you know, I mean, so when they're older and they really like get to see everything that we had to go through as a family and everything we had to pull through together and it took all of us, all four of us, well, five of us, we have a dog and she is just as much as one of my kids. But I mean, then I think they're really gonna be able to appreciate it because right now I understand why they feel the way they do and why they're upset at the things they are and they have every right to be. And, um, so, you know, I, but when they're older, this is really going to be awesome for us to take in. And yeah, so that, that's definitely a future dream and goal. Like that's my biggest one, my number one, I'm me and my husband's both. And then we're going to retire and sail off into the sunset. And I don't know if we'll see anybody until we hear about grandkids. And, you know, that's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like how that, I have it featured out. You know, it seems great. <laughs> that, 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 that is the dream. You know, like I always, uh, I always tell my kids, uh, because my daughter, who's uh, who's about to turn fourteen, she uh, she asked me, she's like, "Dad, what are you gonna do whenever Grayson, my youngest, uh, turns eighteen and goes to college?" And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna do one of two things. One, I'm going to move away from all of you, finally, because as much as I love you, you all have drove me nuts and have broke me financially." So you need to, you need to, she's like, well, so she goes, well, where are you going to go? And I was like, I'm going to Scotland. She goes, well, I'm telling you right now, dad, I'm going to follow you at some point. And I was like, I know, I know. <laughs> so I just so you know, you're oh, Scotland would be beautiful. What an awesome, <laughs> why did you pick Scotland? I have to ask. So, uh, we, 
my family has uh, Irish and Scottish heritage. And um, I've always been very fond of like uh, the, the whole UK area. And, but Scotland always seemed like it'd be more my, my, uh, my scene, you know, like I've, I've always kind of, I, I love, I love the accents. Like, uh, I love stone. That's all I can say. The cobblestone has absolutely won me over. It's gorgeous. And the green. Oh my God. The green is beautiful. Uh, I know. Right. So every time I see, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see a picture of it, like on the internet, I'm like, why can't I be there right now? Like, in, like I'll be like, I'll, I'll, McGregor right now, you know, and I'm Irish, so I'm still screaming, ole, 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 to all my McGregor <laughs> fans out there. I know, I felt your pain. I, I don't give up, you know. We, I mean, we're bringing up Irish. We have to. We have to shout. Him yeah. He's our guy. I have waiting at the door quietly like just little angels looking at me so i'm going to have to let you go here good sir is there anything else you'd like to ask me before i go you know uh honestly i had zero idea where i was gonna gonna go with this because like that's one of those things where i i love talking to people that i don't know because like i like to know like i like to get the energy from that and you know what i think honestly you have motivated me and I know you're going to motivate a lot of my listeners too. So like, uh, but before I go, I, I have, I always end it. I always try to end the interviews with a couple questions. Um, what is the one thing in life that you most appreciate? My family. Okay. Now the second thing, if there's one thing that you could tell, and you've said a lot of, a lot of this before, like during the whole interview, if there's one thing that you could tell somebody that is down, like in the darkness right now, what would it be? I would tell them to look for the light because it's there and it's, it's around them. It's something it's in them. Look for the light and forgive. Um, I know my parents are going through a hard time right now. And um, <clears throat> with everything I have said, it hasn't shined the most prettiest light on them. But they are very wonderful people. I love them very much. And they have become very wonderful grandparents. And that's the beauty of life is it doesn't matter. You always get a second chance. So look for the light. You know what? I, I love that. Um I also, before, before I let you go, um, you're an amazing woman. Like literally like, uh, everything that you've talked about in this short amount of time, you have, thank you for taking the time. I listen to your podcast, like religiously, you are very motivating. I love that you talk about hard topics because most people don't. So thank you. Seriously. Well, I, I appreciate that. You are, that's very sweet. Um, you're, you're very motivating person and I appreciate that about you. I appreciate everything that you uh that you're doing um but uh before we go um plug your stuff do what uh you know like your podcast you know, like promote your stuff oh my god oh i love that plug your stuff oh i have to come up with a phrase that's fantastic <gasps> i can do that <laughs> okay so my feel podcast- free to steal it <laughs> 
plug my stuff is dose of dopamine okay and really i just started i know nothing about podcasting i know everything about being an artist a model a freelancer an entrepreneur and a business owner in colorado but i'm learning very new things and shannon's helping me as you can tell um i host a group that has uh 2k members um on facebook music and creativity and you can join us there i will also be posting shannon's uh podcast he's fabulous and i know he's going to grow rapidly in our community so we would love to have you and to come join us and um thank you shannon thank you that's all i can say is you make me feel better and i think you are an amazing person i do well thank you very much Uh, my best to your family and thank you for or thank them for like letting me have you for the last 42 minutes. They're waving, they're waving from the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm waving back. Have a fabulous night, guys. What's up, guys? In Your Head with Shannon Stafford is a podcast where Shannon talks to everyday people with everyday problems. Everyone has a story, and every story should be told. So you listen right now to Shannon's podcast on Spotify and many other places, y'all. Come on, and be the light. Peace. woman is by far one of the most inspirational people in the world. She talks a mile a minute and you really have to be like on your guard I'm guessing with her because she is she's dedicated and she's fierce and she is uh, so very talented. And the fact that she is spending her time and her energy to try to help as many people in this world as you can proves to me that there are good people in this world. And as I've gone on through this journey, this uh, year-long journey of interviewing people and listening to their stories, is that I'm... that the thing that I've told my kids for a very long time is that good people do exist. You just have to find them. And luckily for me, I'm finding them. And this woman, we didn't talk about all the things that she, she went through because you honestly, you don't need to because this woman, uh, it's not about the things that she's gone through. It's the things that she's done with it. You know, we talked a little bit about how she she doesn't have a victim mentality. She could have. No one would blame her for everything that she went through. Yeah, no, everyone, it, the world expected her to be a mess and a failure. The world failed this woman, and yet, you know what? She, she took all that, and she, and she fought, and she scratched, and she clawed. To be a success. To taste every bit of life that she can. That she she's a true 
she's a true definition of the of the term betting on yourself because she she de- she did she does like she she took everything that she had and everything in her life force her mental force her her emotional force and she's betting it all on herself and 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 you know what and the fact that she is taking people with her like showing love to the people that are loyal to her that's class that's that's respectful that uh, i'm so i am so fucking proud to have met this woman she is uh she's a force and the and if i ever if i become half of what she is i can accept that i'd be honored because that woman i have a feeling she's gonna do great things in this world colorado is just a stepping stone because i feel like that that woman she can do it uh so ladies and gentlemen i don't really have much to tell you because that woman like she's you know she motivates she just motivates a person so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna jump off here but before we do we gotta do the whole supernatural quote of the week the universe is trying to tell us something we both should already know we're stronger together than apart this has been in your head with shannon stanford i'm shannon stanford I appreciate you.